True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, among others. They'll do all of that so you can do literally anything else. You have better things to do with your free time than focus on your lawn care. Let True Green take care of all the hard work it takes to get a great lawn while you take care of everything else on your to-do list. You can trust True Green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which gives you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. Think about how hard it is to manage our fantasy baseball teams. You need all the time you can get to put in waiver wire claims, fab bids, send out trades, and set your lineups. You'll have that extra time when True Green is taking care of your lawn. You do you, let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, guaranteed. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Here's Frank, Scott, and Chris. Cubs fans, rejoice! Cody Bellinger is headed back to the Windy City. Welcome into an emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball Today. Frank Stanfield joined by Chris Towers on Sunday, February 25th. And Cody Bellinger has re-signed with the Chicago Cubs on a three-year, $80 million contract, which includes opt-outs after both 2024 and 2025. We'll get to the contract in just a little bit because it is interesting. Uh, Let's start with your immediate reaction on Bellinger, Chris. Back to the Cubs, because outside of maybe joining the Yankees this Mm offseason with that short porch in right field, going back to Chicago kind of feels like the best fit. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, look, there, there's a lot of uncertainty about whether Cody Bellinger can repeat what he did last season. And it might be even more fair to say there's a lot of skepticism, certainly from me, on whether he can repeat that. But one thing we can say is it worked in Chicago. And so whether he can do it again is obviously a bigger question. But the fact that he's returning to the place where it already worked and, you know, the place where you know, he kind of turned his career back around. I think it should make you a little more optimistic about his chances because, you know, it's a, it's a good home park. You know, the, the, the wind flying out, you know, certainly seemed to help him maximize the the power he has. So from that perspective, you know, it's a pretty good lineup, but I, I think all, all else being equal, this was pretty close to the ideal scenario for Cody Bellinger for fantasy for, Cody Bellinger in real life, probably not what he was looking for. And I think that reflects the amount of skepticism that there is around Cody Bellinger. Look, what Cody Bellinger was looking for this offseason, I'm sure this was not it. But no. uh, going back to the place where he did turn his career around, I, I think that says something. I do think this is a great move for the Cubs, too. I mean, for a team that brought in Craig Council to be their manager this offseason, they really haven't done much. So I think getting Cody mm-hmm. Bellinger back on this team to help with that lineup is a huge deal for the Chicago Cubs. Let's talk about this contract, Chris, because like you said, it, it kind of confirms the skepticism that we have had about Bellinger 
all offseason, right? I mean, he's coming off a huge year where he hit 297, 26 homers, 20 steals. I believe one of 19 players to go 2020 last year in 881 OPS. He did all of that in just 130 games. Um, it could turn into a three year deal. It's essentially three one year deals where if he comes anywhere close to duplicating what he did last year, mm -hmm. then he will hit the market again next offseason. But, you know, for people wondering why the skepticism, we've talked about it a lot. I mean, it's the quality of contact. He lowered the strikeout rate tremendously. Is that something that can carry over again mm -hmm. this year? He was great against lefties all of a sudden, which we really haven't seen throughout his career. There is a chance that he just completely changed his approach, much better with two strikes, and it's something that can't be measured in the numbers. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's reason for skepticism, and we see that in the contract as well. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same thing that Carlos Correa did when he left Houston and signed with the Twins in 2022. Except that was three years, 105 million with an opt out after each year. This is three years, 80 million with uh, an opt out after each year. So I think that that tells you the the gap in terms of how those players are viewed as where Carlos Correa was was viewed as, you know, you might be surprised, but he was viewed as like a franchise player at that point. I don't think the same thing can be said of Cody Bellinger coming off of that year and. The, the other thing that, that I've said a few times during these discussions in the offseason is like Cody Bellinger's real life value. He adds a lot of value with his base running and he adds a lot of value with his defense. He's a really, really good defensive center fielder, really, really good defensive first baseman for whatever that's worth. He has that flexibility. That you can move him around to really four different spots. And he still had trouble getting the contract he was looking for and still had trouble getting paid like a legitimate difference maker. And so for fantasy, we don't get the benefit of that great defense. And we only get the benefit of the stolen or of the base running when he steals bases, which is part of his profile. And you can project up to 25 stolen bases for him. But it's just to say that if major league teams were this skeptical about Cody Bellinger when he, even if the bat regresses is still a viable starting player. I think that tells us a lot about how skeptical we should be when we don't get the benefit of his defense. Let's talk about the price tag, Chris, the fantasy pros ADP for Cody Bellinger is 55.8. The NFBC ADP over the past two weeks, 58.4. So even though this was dragging mm -hmm. out, we really weren't seeing a dip in the value, in the cost for Cody Bellinger in drafts. Uh, how far, because it sounds like he needs to fall past ADP for you to draft him. How far does he have to fall for you to actually consider drafting Cody Bellinger? Um, I, I would say probably at least another round, probably more like two. I, I'd want to draft him around 80th yeah. overall if I could. You know, the, it's so hard because like you said, there, there was the change in approach, a more contacted oriented approach, uh, you know, shortening up on with two swings, all of those things maybe led to the, the quality of contact being lessened, but maybe the overall approach worked a little more, uh, a, a little better. The problem there is like Cody Bellinger's always been a fly ball hitter who hits the ball to the pull side, like his contact profile in terms of the direction and, you know, whether he hit it on the ground, like that didn't change much from 2022 to 2023. He, did cut his strikeout rate a lot, but you know, we saw in 2020 his strikeout rate was pretty much identical and he was pretty bad that year. It was a small sample size, quality of contact was still good. But I, I, I say all that just to say that 
the the reasons you might think Cody Bellinger could overperform his expected stats in a way that's sustainable, you know, like like we talk about Isak Paredes and guys like that, that's always been there for Cody Bellinger. Like he's always been athletic. He's always hit the ball in the air to the pull side. All of those things. And he's never really been a guy who outperforms his expected numbers. Last year he did by a huge margin. 370 Woba, 327 expected Woba. His career, 346 Woba, 342 expected Woba. So that's why I'm really skeptical that the changes that he made last season were real and representative of his skill set. I think it's probably more like a 15 homer skill set. I think he's probably not going to hit, what was it, 280? Yeah, three, was it? Yeah, 307. 307 last year. Yeah, th- that's where like I look at it and like, I think it's probably more of like a 270-ish batting average, maybe 275 as the true talent level baseline. And obviously there's room for a margin for error in either direction there. So I think he'll be a, a decent batting average source. I think he'll be a decent power speed threat, but like I'm pretty down on Lane Thomas and I'm not sure there's a big difference between the two of them, you know? The batting average. If, if you think the true talent sure. level for... Um, Bellinger is 270, 275. I know Lane Thomas hit, you know, yeah. fine last year, yeah. but you're probably expecting more like a 240-ish batting average from Lane Thomas. So, you know, 30 points of batting average, is that worth their difference in ADP, like 60, 70 spots? I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that up to you, the listener. I'll say this, Chris. Last year, Bellinger finished as a top 20 player. Even mm. with all the skepticism, if he comes anywhere close to repeating, he is going to provide excess value at this draft cost. So for those that are in on Bellinger, if you trust it, or if you're just a Cubs fan and you want to take a shot on Bellinger, it could work out. Uh, but I'm more in the camp with you. I need him to fall probably outside the top 70. So, you know, the 6-7 turn in a 12-team league, maybe that's where I would yeah. start looking at Bellinger if he uh, actually lasts that long in a draft. Let's take a quick break. When we return, we'll talk about the rest of the Cubs lineup. How does this affect everybody else involved? We'll do that right after this. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads. Nothing beats a weekend away with the family in the great outdoors, whether it's camping, hiking, river rafting, or anything in between. With third-row seating, nobody is left out. The entire family can experience the thrill together, and nobody wants a dead phone. Available dual wireless charging pads make it so nobody gets stuck, and we can check our fantasy baseball teams together. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. Homes.com offers in-depth neighborhood guides with detailed video overviews, comprehensive narratives, and unbiased information from a multitude of sources. You thought we go in-depth with player analysis on fantasy baseball today? You haven't seen anything yet. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood complete with a video guide. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. When looking at local schools, they offer test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. 
So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome back in. Talking about Cody Bellinger re-signing with the Chicago Cubs. How does this affect the rest of the Cubs lineup? So roster resource put Bellinger back in center field for now. We know they went out and traded for Michael Bush this offseason with the Dodgers, and he's currently penciled in at first base for the team. They also have Mike Talkman on the bench, who they did like last year. He gets on base, plays decent defense. And they have another top prospect in Pete Crow Armstrong, who is a phenomenal defender. There are questions about how much the bat is going to play in the bigs. I think what this does, Chris, is it puts more pressure on Michael Bush because while we're excited about him, has prospect pedigree, put up big numbers, if he does not perform early in the season, they have options. They can move Bellinger to first. They can put mm-hmm. Pete Crow Armstrong in center field. They can go in different directions. I like Michael Bush, but I think this creates a little bit more pressure. Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. It it, it puts an onus on him to hit right away because if he doesn't, then they have options. You know, they have a little more flexibility. And the one thing I'll, I'll say is like, Michael Bush is not someone that you should be moving down your draft board because of this, because I think the most likely outcome was always Cody Bellinger returns to the Cubs. You know, that that was the one that made the most sense given how little the Cubs did. Otherwise this off season, I think it would have been viewed as a pretty big disaster if they didn't bring him back. You know, obviously they signed uh, Imanaga, but other than that, it's been a pretty quiet off season with probably Michael Bush being their biggest move otherwise. So I, I don't, I'm not like Michael Bush should still be on your late round radar. It just, yeah, he has to probably hit the ground running to really be a full-time player. If he can do that, I I think there's a lot of upside, but this just, it, it decreases the margin for error for him. Did you have any interest in Pete Crow Armstrong, Chris, because he has speed and obviously tons of prospect pedigree, I think known more for the glove, but I think this kind of puts a, a little bit of a damper on Crow Armstrong's outlook, at least in 2024. Yeah, I mean, his minor league numbers are decent. He had 20 homers and 37 stolen bases between double A and triple A, only, I think, 110, 107 games. So there you can you can see a path there. And like, I don't know, the, the guys with big prospect pedigree who have some questions about their bat, but are really good defenders. It, it's a profile that I think it does make some sense to bet on because there's clearly a high baseline skill level there. You know, I think about someone like, Brian Hayes, who we finally think is going to break out this season. And that's kind of been my case for him over the years is like, this guy's clearly good at baseball. He's just got to figure out like the right approach. And and that might be the case for uh, Pete Armstrong, who was, you know, pretty good in the higher levels. Like he was a 136 weighted run, weighted runs created plus in double A as a 21 year old, 106 at triple A, so still above average despite the jumping competition. So, yeah, I think Pete Armstrong's an interesting late round flyer, but you know, we'll need to see if he breaks camp before, before he's really worth drafting. Who would you rather take a late round flyer on, Michael Bush or Crow Armstrong? Bush, you know, his production level in the high minors has been much more impressive. 150 weighted runs creative plus in 2023. Granted, four years older than Pete Carr Armstrong, but also just as things stand in in mid-February, late February, just seems like a much clearer path to playing time also. 
Again, Cody Bellinger headed back to the Chicago Cubs on a three-year, $80 million contract, which includes opt-outs after both 2024 and 2025. Great news for those who play in NL-only leagues. I know you have an NL-only draft coming up this week, Chris. Next weekend, we'll be out in Florida. I'm doing NL-only labor, so this is good. It adds to the player pool, obviously, Mm -hmm. and it's just good to have some conclusion, uh, at least on Bellinger. Where we're headed next is, all right, well, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Matt Chapman, J.D. Martinez. These guys remained unsigned, and... You know, Scott has talked about this, especially with those pitchers. The further we go into camp and they don't get on, uh, they don't get signed. I think we have to start to legitimately lower them down draft boards because Absolutely. they're just falling behind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's much more of a concern for Snell and Montgomery than certainly like JD Martinez is what a a ten year veteran, twelve year veteran. I, I don't think missing a week of minor league of, of spring training games is really going to change his ability to get ready for the season. So I'm not. I'm not too concerned about the hitters, but yeah, Snell and Montgomery, like they're probably throwing on the side and, and, you know, keeping up, but they're not getting in games and you can't replicate that on the side. So Mm -hmm. right now, I don't think you move them down, but if we get to, you know, next week and we're a full week we're two turns through the, the spring rotation and they haven't signed, like, yeah, I think it just impacts their ability to be prepared for the start of the season. We're going to wrap there for Chris. I am Frank. Thanks as always for tuning in to Fantasy Baseball today. Please make sure to follow and leave a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. And we will be back again later tonight. We're doing Util-only players and our position previews recap. And we will see you there. Bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.